Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Does that count? <laughs> Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. I'm delighted to say Andy McIntyre is with us. Andy, good morning to you. How are you? Oh, good, lads, yeah. How are you guys? Uh, Shane was making the point it's a slightly uh, shorter journey from um, Dunboyne to Dublin than it is to um, training in Antrim. But then I passed the M50 and there's like the big sign for the Titanic 90 minutes from here. I'm like, that's not too bad. <laughs> it can often take me 90 minutes to get in here, so it can. Okay. So, I mean, you know, uh, and it's... Uh, it's it's a good road, so it's not it's not the worst journey in the world. You've got a slightly down week this week in terms of there's no game for you at the weekend. You get to sit and watch um, potential opponents knock lumps out of each other. So time to take stock from the campaign so far. It's been fairly incredible for you guys from the Talton Cup perspective. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, incredible is probably a bit a bit strong, but I mean, it's been decent. Yeah, uh, it it uh, the important thing I think for for a team at our stage of of development is is getting games and and uh, getting games that you can be competitive in. So you know, it's it's, it's worked out nicely. You know, getting a, a little bit of momentum behind us is uh, is important. We would have spoken before when you were Meath manager about the fact that you would uh, get beaten in in Leinster by Dublin and then you'd go through the qualifiers and the lessons that you were learning and absorbing would be over while all the rest of the teams in the country who were slightly better than you were getting weeks of good warm weather training and the opportunity to embed plans for the next season. So you were starting next season at a handicap for being knocked out this season. Yeah, the gap was always getting a little bit bigger, you know, unless unless you got you know got a good run in the qualifiers. But I mean, you're trying to, th- we, you know, we found we were trying to close the gap on, on, on Dublin as it was pretty much all the time. And yet they were getting to work together for an extra couple of months and getting extra games and extra training and you know ours you know, yeah our season comes to a comes to a sudden end and uh, you're finding finding yourself a little bit further behind nearly every year. So uh, what's your what's your instinct about the arguments that we're seeing? Oh, the the uh, Sam Maguire is too long and convoluted to get twelve teams into sixteen, and Talton Cup is less convoluted, I guess, because more teams go out. But it seems to me it's kind of missing the point of trying to level the playing field for for counties. Yeah, I think it is. Certainly, it is for for the Talton Cup. No, there's only one less team going out in the Talton Cup because of uh, because of New York's involvement, mm. but. Uh, you know, for for teams, you know, in divisions three and divisions four, you need to be together. You need to be staying together, and you need to get games. And you need to get a bit of momentum if 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 you want to make progress. So uh, I think people are missing the point a little bit. I mean, you, I, I can I, I get what they're saying. You, know, you have all these games just to eliminate three or four teams. But uh, if you want to see intercounty, if you want to see the best, uh, the best players playing on a regular basis you've got to provide a platform for them now I've, I've long uh, complained about, about the, the provincial structure, I mean I think the answer to a lot of people's problems is I mean, you have, you have a senior and you have an intermediate uh, championship and you have divisions 1 and 2 play in the senior and divisions 3 and 4 play in the intermediate so 16 and 16 and it's it's almost like the numbers work out <laughs> almost I mean if you thought long and hard about it yeah. you might if you, think if you were so. to design numbers for yeah. a system this would kind of be perfect yeah yeah. although GM missing the trick with the calendar Andy like in terms of the you look at July and August especially when the, the All-Ireland final is a little bit earlier 
I guess you've got a, an opportunity there where you're not competing against soccer and, and, and rugby and, and there's a gap there where maybe the GA could lean into. Oh, I mean, I think, again, I've had this conversation, I think, with you guys before as well. I mean, I think I think we are missing I think GA are missing a trick. I mean, we've, we've, we've offered up prime time uh, to... A, you know, and, and as you say, when rugby and soccer are at their are at their lowest, mm. uh, and we have a captive audience, uh, and we're not getting to see the best players in the country playing the games that we want to see them play. So uh, there's a big rush. I mean, we we end up playing uh, national league games in in uh, end of January, February, uh, when it's too bloody cold to go and see them. Mm. Uh, and arguably some of you know the, the, the consequences of, of not performing in the league are dire in, in some places uh, and the most important games of the year can often be played in, in February and March when realistically uh, they should be played in, in the summer yeah and so now you've been through the experience of the Talton Cup group stages and a league campaign with Antrim um, the the inconsistency in the team in the league seems to have been worked out by the time you got to the summer. And maybe it hasn't all been worked out, but certainly you made big strides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look at I mean some of the, some of the inconsistencies. I mean, we we uh, from the highs of beaten from the highs of beaten Cavan to the lows of of not showing up against Westmeath. Uh, and I suppose that that can happen any team, but I, I, you know the, the the games that really probably hurt us more in in the league were the last minute defeat to uh, to Down and to Fermanagh. And you know, had we have, uh, you know, it, it, I suppose just goes to show how tight every division is in the league. Uh, had we have come through those two games, you begin into the last game playing for promotion. Uh, so. You'd like to think uh, you'd like to think that we've ironed out some of the problems, uh, and I suppose last last weekend was a, it was a, we were kind of turned the tables a little bit on on, on Fermanagh in that uh, we were the ones who came from behind and got a couple of late scores in previous seasons. And not to labour the point here, but like uh, Antrim would have potentially gone out against one of the Division One teams in the first round of Ulster and then um, into the qualifiers. Whereas now next season you're starting the season from an equal footing from all the other teams in Division 3 at least depending on how many more games you get in the Talton Cup and it could be as many as three and so you're just starting off a much better base and everybody has confidence because you've played in summertime and it's a nicer thing to do I suspect for young men to get some reward for spending all the bleak midwinter training sessions yeah. actually playing sunshine yeah I mean I think that the ratio people would have said that the ratio of training to games has always been a little bit skewed you know when you think about it uh, and there is a, there is a, a bit of payback for for guys who put in a lot of long hard hours, you know, in, in in bad weather conditions and doing all the all the things that they're asked to do. Same for every county, but you know the prospect of of us, you know, the 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 prize for getting a result uh, in the next game is is getting into Croke Park, and for uh, for a group like the Antrim fellas, I think that'll be that'll be huge. Certainly, a, a big motivating factor. What was the target at the, at the outset of the Totten Cup, Andy? Because you see, even the, the goals that you're banging in in the, in the three group games, like it's consistent. Um, well, it might sound like a stupid question, but was the target to win the Totten Cup? Was it to get to a certain level? Was it just to improve the style of play, or what was the focus? Well, I think uh, no more than no more than the league. I think every team in the Totten Cup 
w- could stand back and, and make a case for themselves for being reasonably mm-hmm. successful. Now, you know, how, how far that goes, nobody, nobody can really tell. But, yeah, we, we, we looked at it as... I, cert- I certainly looked at it, and the players, in all fairness to them, absolutely bought into this. We looked at this as, as a competition that we can be competitive in, and with, you know, with a favourable wind... You know, you could go reasonably far in it. Presume a final against me is the is the ultimate. <laughs> would you rather avoid that, or would you absolutely embrace it? Oh, I'd I'd rather avoid it now, <laughs> if at all possible. You know, but I, I guess it would mean that me to be winning, and it means we'd be winning. So, uh, the downside of it would be uh, a couple of weeks of discomfort, I guess. Mm, positives. <laughs> yeah. The style of play is something that I've heard a couple of the players talk about as well, and even just the the focus, the added focus, maybe since Andy McGinley left on on strength and conditioning and, and fitness and I know that that seems to have been a focus and, and clearly you know late in games it's it's paying off for Antrim as well that focus yeah I think the lads have put in uh, put in a lot of work really you know in, uh, in Robbie Bremner and and, uh, and uh, Brendan Murphy we have we have two really good guys uh, we have the facilities there and I think the lads you know it, it, it is starting to pay off you know so, but I mean that's that's one of the one of the basic ingredients of of the modern game is you got to be physically able for it. I mean, last last Sunday was 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 tough going, so it was twenty five degrees and uh, very hard ground. And uh, fortunately enough, we 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 had enough guys still well able to make the runs late in the game. The injuries have been something else. Like when you see and the hard pitches don't help. Mm. Was was it easier for you coming in in a sense that I know I think Antrim lost a number of players from last year's panel that whether it's to travel or whatever else or maybe players just come to the end of their careers, um, but it's more of a clean slate maybe for you coming in from the previous tenure. Yeah, there was a, there was a number of guys for various reasons, as you say, injuries. You know, just reached that stage in the career, one thing or another. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of guys. Uh, not involved this year that would have been and uh, would have been involved last year, and still a number of fellas who uh, are involved, but unfortunately have had long-term injuries. Mm-hmm. You know the lads of Paddy McAleer and Kevin Small, and uh, unfortunately Ryan uh, Ryan Murray now as well. They're they're long-term injuries, but uh, they've been they've been great fellas to have around the place and have 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 shown great interest. Uh, and great encourage and given great encouragement to, to a lot of the younger guys. Antrim has big playing numbers and huge population base, and obviously, yeah, not everybody's interested in playing Gaelic football. But for those who are, there are still big numbers, and uh, it always felt like there's potential there for it to be a bit of a sleeping giant if they were to get the systems in place. Do you feel like some of those systems are beginning to bear fruit, or there's still work to do at, at that level too? I think there's I think there's work to do. I think uh, I mean. You can you can change body shapes because you know it's this kind of a straight line equation. You know, the more you run, the better you get. You know, it, trying to change mindsets is is, is a little bit different, uh, and uh, I think we're starting to see a little bit of that with the lads. They're 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 going out with an expectation that they, that that they can perform at this level and and that they can succeed. Uh, but I, I think structures, you know, underage structures, a lot of really good work being done up there. Uh, and it'll probably take a little while yet to bear fruit. Uh, the club scene uh, is very competitive. Uh, is very competitive, uh, and you know probably n- perhaps could do with a little bit of tweaking to to maybe help it uh, help the the county scene. 
because there is there's always there's always a little bit of uh, I suppose I wouldn't say friction but there's always a little bit of a tug of war between you know club and, and county uh, and trying to maybe get a better balance for that I think would, would, would help in the longer term is that looking at something like they do in Monaghan where they have the start games and all the county players are only available for the start games but everybody else and the, the games continue and everybody knows the story at the start of the year something like that yeah something something like that uh, and and maybe maybe not in so much of a rush to to, to get leagues started uh, and maybe then the connection between league and championship your status between you know in championship is in some places dependent on on what what division you're in the league. So, in that regard, teams that provide more players uh, for the county setup aren't punished. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that uh, you can see why then players are like you can't go to this game this weekend because we need you for this game. But it's just a random. It seems on the face of it to be a run of the mill league game, but ultimately it might impact their ability to play senior championship. Yeah, and, and everybody has to appreciate that. I mean, yeah. the club is the club is very important to to everyone. You mentioned the heat there last week at the match, Andy, and I was in Clonus myself, and it was similar. I noticed even just there's water bottles being shared between players constantly. Kieran Donnelly had the Fermanagh manager interest in comments after the match where he was like, he thought it was outrageous that there wasn't something organised, you know, reactionary almost, that, it, that players playing in that heat, that there could have been something. Maybe it's a small issue, of course, but these things. Yeah, it, 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 I, I suppose I, you know, it's difficult for both. I could, I could see maybe from a referee's perspective, maybe he's been, uh, he's been graded under somebody watching him, and there's no, uh, no official allowance made for water breaks. Both, both Kieran and, and himself agreed that uh, you know we, we'd, we'd go with water breaks if, if the referee was was uh, was open to that, and could well be that perhaps he, you know he, he compromises himself by doing something like that I don't really know but sometimes you just need a little bit of common sense well you know the, the problem with common sense is that you know it's uncommon usually yeah <laughs> <laughs> and also, I, I, look I totally take your point that it's really difficult but some dictator you, surely somebody in the organisation can say okay these are uh, unparalleled uh, weather conditions and so therefore we've decided that everybody's allowed a water break maybe if you're playing the Limerick Hurdlers you don't want to give them a water break because Canark <laughs> is such a genius <laughs> Yeah, well, I, 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 I suppose to give the referee his dues, he kind of he did say, "Well, look at it, if there's a natural break and play, get on the pitch here." You, you, you know. Right now, um, maybe that have scored six or seven points on the trot. You don't want the <laughs> break and play, maybe. There you go. But I'd be very reasonable when it comes to things like that. Very know? reasonable. <laughs> How are you enjoying it? Oh, I'm enjoying it. I mean, like anything else, like any other any job, it has it has issues. I mean, there's always there's always uh, something to be dealt with. But are you getting better at dealing with that stuff now? It's the second time around, like. Yeah, I suppose it's it's also you're a bit tentative there. I think no, no, no. It it it. Uh, I, I think I probably said this to you before, like when it was with Bally Bowden going back to Dunboyne and being able to leave. It behind you mm. makes it a little bit easier. It's a little bit the same in in uh, in Dunboyne. You know, come back to Dunboyne, and there is a, a little bit of an Antrim fan base growing in Dunboyne. But it's it's a member, you know, a lot of close friends. Uh, so I can leave a lot of it. You can leave a lot of it behind. You're not surrounded by it all the time. Yeah, and that probably makes it a little bit easier. And like, is the experience that you had with Meath as useful as you hoped it would be when it comes to dealing with? Or is, was a lot of it specific to me? Do you know what I mean? 
Like, are there just tenets of the job that you can go, okay, I've got this box off my head. I know when this issue arises, I'm going to be able to either outsource the problem or nip it in the bud quickly and we can, you know, or... Yeah, I think a lot. A lot of the, the issues come up are, are individual. I mean, you got to you got to deal with it. I mean, you, you you do have. I mean, the the club versus county thing is a is you know that's a that's a common denominator everywhere. I'd say. Uh, I have a look at you're learning all the time, you know. So I mean, surely there's there's uh, there's elements of my experience with me that that I could bring with me and, and maybe benefit from up there. But in general, I, I'm very fortunate dealing with with. Uh, Don Murphy is the treasurer and, and Kieran McAvan is the chairman. I deal with two people and that makes it an awful lot simpler. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in me you're dealing with <clears throat> you know, people in Trim and Navin and Ashburn walking down the street and Dunboy and everyone has their opinion, I guess, and two cents worth of thoughts on who should play, who should not play and for sure. play. For sure, yeah. And I'm I'm sure it's the same up in Belfast, but I can't hear it from where I am. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Andy, last one for you at the moment. We can't work out who the best um, couple of teams in the country are uh, for Sam Maguire. Do you have any inkling about who's going to do it at this stage? Yeah, well, it's probably it's probably a little bit early. There's still a little bit of uh, shadow boxing going on, I suppose, and, and no team has really grabbed it. Uh, you know, Galway have had a, had a couple of wins. I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that that. Uh, Tyrone mightn't be too far off. Right, okay. Yeah. In terms of that shadow boxing, right, how do you get them then to peak for the games when it really does matter? Like is that is that about like being the the emotion is dialed down a few percentage points for these games at the moment and then you've got to dial that up for the knockout football? Yeah, I'd say that's that's a possibility, but I, I don't think the shadow boxing is intentional. I, I just think, you know, there's there's no team playing particularly well on a consistent basis at the moment. Uh now the question is always, can you turn it on when you when you really need it? And I suppose that's you know that's where Dublin have been able have been able to do that. You know they've been able to get through Leinster traditionally, you know, quite easily. Same with Kerry, uh, but Kerry haven't been able to turn it on. You know when when they really needed it. I mean I know they got across the line last year, but yeah. Could very easily have not got across the line last year. Yeah, Dublin yeah. nearly caught them, and then Galway nearly caught them. Well, Dublin nearly caught them, and you know a couple of late decisions made made a big difference in that in that uh, in that game against uh, against Galway. Uh, so I mean, I'm sure Galway. I mean, the, the two teams that I, w- I would think uh, uh, will probably be Galway and, and, and Tyrone. Okay, and it's, uh, just in in terms of the preparation for um, this year and the extended season. Has it been straightforward to get your team to be as good as they can be for this period? Like, is that is that just a, a, an earlier in the year conversation with the physio and the strength and conditioning going, we need them to be super fit at this point. Let's not kill them up until that point, but we need them to be peaking here and here. Uh, no, I wouldn't have had that because, I mean, the truth of the matter is, for us, uh, survival in Division 3 was, was huge. Right. You know, so... You can't say, well, look, we'll you know we'll try and gauge this and, and make sure in the right spot come Talton Cup, uh, and th- and that's what I was saying earlier. I mean, th- those games in the league are, are so important yeah. to to your whole season. Well, it would have defined your first year. You know, you're getting relegated to Division Four, but yeah, and you do well in Talton Cup. I was like, yeah, but we're playing Division Four football next season. Yeah, and very hard to to turn around. I mean, uh, if you find yourself in Division Four. There's every chance that the performances wouldn't be as good in the Talton Cup. Yeah. So uh, the uh, 
it, I mean, it's probably a little. It's different for teams in Division Ones, but even if they're in Division Two, like I know from a Meath perspective, uh, you know, uh, your league, your league performances weren't good enough to escape in uh, in Talton Cup. And for obviously for for a team for a county like like Mead with, with that tradition, that was huge. So they couldn't afford to be uh, to be trying to sort of gauge it for a championship, which makes it a bit of a lottery now in the Talton Cup, and therefore really exciting and interesting. Yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, uh, we have we have a home game in in Corrigan Park now on, on Saturday or Sunday week, and I'd like to think the place will be buzzing uh, because there are. Uh, a lot of really good genuine GA people up there yeah. and uh, if we could get that the, the hurlers have certainly managed to get it and I guess that's that has been the challenge that I put down to the fellas is you know we got, we got to capture their imagination just like the hurlers did yeah well best of luck with this um, yeah. continued success thanks Andy for joining us today not at all thanks cheers, Andy. cheers man Andy McIntyre there OCB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now